something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeart Radio. Hey everybody, and welcome, Ang. Welcome to Movie Crush. Ang Lee is here, and all. Did you know that? I, what did What did you think of that Incredible Hulk, Ang Lee? I'm gonna Ang Lee, Incredible Hulk. Uh, Chuck, it was all right. It was all right. It wasn't. It, it felt very odd to me. Yeah, that last yeah. one he did was supposed to be a real stinker. It doesn't feel like it's part of like the Marvel universe, even. Like it's sort of like got like the boot. Like it's not canon. Yeah, I don't know what how real fans consider it, but it uh, it was sort of before they started building that world out, so it was okay, you know. Was his latest was the one with Will Smith, yes, like playing old Will Smith <laughs> yeah. and young Will Smith fighting each other on motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, you know mistaken. what I just watched, Noel? Tell me. I'm so fucking fired up. You know, Peter Jackson has been making this Beatles documentary. Oh yeah, yeah. So talking about that, it, it was supposed to be finished. And for those of you listening that don't know, Peter Jackson has dug up all this archival footage from the um, from these final sessions the Beatles did, where for years the narrative was that these sessions were just fighting and sniping because that's the only footage that was ever played. And um, he dug up all this other stuff and was just like, it wasn't like that, you guys. The Beatles didn't hate each other. There was Aww, so much bummer. joy, and uh, <laughs> he released a little sneak peek. It was supposed to be out by now, but uh, COVID put it off. So he released a sneak peek today, and there is it shows these four old friends as you know, dudes at the end of their career as a band having so much fun in the studio recording these songs, and it just like makes my heart swell. What record is this? Like Let It Be, or uh, yeah, I guess it was the Let It Be sessions, right? I mean that that would that's the one that I know there's a lot of footage of. Yeah. When they played on the roof and all that stuff. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just can't wait for this. And it's in beautiful color and they're oh. 
They're at that huh. age that they all look super fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when John had like the long beard and the long hair. Uh, no he beard like in this. Magical but, hermit, but long hair. Okay. Yeah, got it. The beard it. would kind of come and go, but they all had some. Well, actually, John didn't have a stash. The rest of them were rocking some pretty good stashes. I think Paul had. Did a you hear that Paul has a new record that just came out that he played and produced every moment of himself? Yeah, but he always did that. I guess that's true, but maybe not always. Uh, but this one, they made kind of like a point in the PR for it that like he played every instrument. He didn't intend to make it, but then COVID happened, and he sort of thought yeah. it was isolated. I, I, saw that I listened song. to the first couple tracks. It was it's cute. It, like it's it's weird actually. It's got some it's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear more yeah. of it. I mean, it, it's you know, he's a genius. It's it's uh, it's tough though to keep putting out amazing music your entire life. It's true. McCartney three. After McCartney 1 and McCartney 2. McCartney 3. Ram is my go-to. Ram. Big Ram fan. Big Ram fan. It's great. Ram fan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Noel, uh, we are recording this uh, three or four days before Christmas. This is going to come out. These next two episodes are coming out after Christmas. So there's going to be no Christmas content. Thank God. Thank God. Thanks, sweet baby Jesus on Christmas. I'm kind of ready for to, uh, not for Christmas to be over, but... You can only talk about Christmas movies for so long, you know? Am I right? We talked about how you can only talk about Christmas for movies for so long, yeah, and we gave a whole good. episode to them, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. that's enough. Mm-hmm. I think that's enough. Uh, I wanted to cover a couple of things real quick, Noel. The Tom Cruise rant. Thoughts? There's a new rant? Oh, did you hear? You didn't hear the rant last week? No. What? Not, I mean, like, uh, different than the one where he was on Oprah and stood on the couch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> This was a contemporary cruise rant. Yeah, he was recorded on set um, losing it on some crew members because of COVID protocols. And um, it was interesting. I mean, most people on the Crushers page were and on the Internet were very much in his camp Mm. uh, saying, like, damn straight, man, take it serious and let him have it. Uh, I was a little more in the middle because uh, I certainly think you should take it seriously, obviously. But from what I saw and heard, it was two crew members who were a little less than six feet apart. It wasn't the way he acted like it was like he busted them in a bar or something like doing, you know, uh, shots off each other's stomach or something like he really went off and everyone's under a lot of pressure. And I think it can be owed to that. But uh, the other thing I will say is that, you know, my friend just got off a very big movie that I've spoken about before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where the, the crew was essentially quarantined in a hotel their right. cars were tracked and they couldn't do anything. They couldn't see their family, even masked and distance and Jeez. outside on their day off. Like they were completely sequestered while above the line people were going out to dinner and having their families flown in. So there's a power dynamic here at work as well. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. Leah Remini, who does a fantastic Scientology podcast with us on the network mm-hmm. called Fair Gaming or sorry, Scientology Fair Game. Um, she says that Tom Cruise's psychotic COVID-19 rant is a publicity stunt and that he is an abusive person. I've witnessed it. I've been a recipient of it on a small level. This is the real Tom. Well, and, and again, it's like Scientology is an organization. Call it cult, call it religion, mm-hmm. just full of abuse so it's a little hard to really jump behind tom cruise as some champion um you know 
Yeah, it's a little rich. I do. I do know. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I do know. I again, I haven't heard it, but yeah, I, I know. I know what he's capable of, and um, fascinated by Scientology. And anyone that is fascinated by it should listen to Leah's podcast. And also, um, stuff I don't want you to know did a two part interview with her co host on that podcast, Mike Render. Sure, Render. He used to be a high level PR guy with Scientology, yeah. and now he's defected, and he spills literally all the beans about it. And it, it does have this crazy abusive kind of gaslighting power dynamic about it that yeah. this sort of you know, rings true. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, all I'll say is tensions are high. It's tough to try and make these movies right now. Um, he is under a lot of pressure as the star to kind of keep this thing together. So I see all sides. There's a, a lack of context that doesn't help in a lot of gray area. So that's where I am. Noel. I feel you, man. That's where I am. Uh, big shout out to Mike Sam's movie crusher who has been doing this great experiment on the Crusher's page, filling his holes with suggestions and reviews. Um, he'll take a suggestion from another uh, Crusher. Watch oh, yeah, Mike, the yeah. Movie, and it's been a really cool experiment, and everyone got really involved, and I just think it's wonderful. He watched one that was my recommendation or that he mentioned. I think it was uh, Waiting for Guffman. He'd never seen Waiting for Guffman, and I think he really liked that one. Yeah, so. a lot of his holes were substantial, and he owned it, you know? I like, mm-hmm. I like very brave. Put yourself out there, Sam's. Good job. Um, I went live the other day, Noel, when you uh, had to cancel at the last minute. I was down here in the basement and had a repair person upstairs, so I was kind mm-hmm. of sequestered. And I was like, "Man, ah, shit!" Hit go live, and I got a few hundred people there watching on uh, on Instagram. No, on uh, the the movie crush page. Oh, the oh, cool, cool Facebook page. That's great. That's great. It was fun. That sounds fun. And I told those people uh, that we finally watched Home Alone this year with Ruby. And boy, Noel, five years old. Did she get a kick out of it? As it turns out, is a great age <laughs> to take in Home Alone for the first time. I bet. I bet. She loved it. Uh, the kid wins. Like, is it's kind of perfect for a kid that age because the kid is always thwarting the adults. And um, sweet message, good Christmas stuff. It was just really, really good. And I'm going to play a clip, Noel, if I can. I recorded her watching it. And it's just kind of funny. Let me tell everyone what you're going to hear. Yeah. Uh, This is the scene at the end where the tarantula, spoilers. (laughs) Okay. For Home Alone. Mm -hmm. Where there's a tarantula on Joe Pesci's chest. He's laying on the floor. Daniel Stern gets the crowbar to smash the tarantula. Tarantula gets away. He gets smashed. And then right after that, Macaulay Culkin is upstairs and gets on his little uh, zip line. Mm -hmm. And zip lines with his handlebars into his. His like bunker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So what you're going to hear is is Ruby very, very concerned about the tarantula because she doesn't want the tarantula to get hurt. And then very excited about the zip lining. And the word she says, if you can't understand, is it's like he's flying. So let me play this little clip here. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? Yes, I can. <laughs> the tarantula. He got away. Oh, you worried about the tarantula? Yeah. That's part one. <laughs> and that John Williams score. Oh yeah. Awesome. Wow. 
<laughs> All right, so that's it. Nothing like the joy of a child Ugh. watching a movie like that. That's so fun. I guess I was, how old is she again? Four? She's five and a half. Five and a half, yeah. I guess I was a little older when I saw that, but I, I saw it when it first came out in the theaters. I probably was about six, but... uh God, I love that movie. It's like a cartoon. So, like, you know, it has all that violence, but it's all mm-hmm. goofy and funny. And she laughed her ass off, man. She, I mean, we all did. We all had, we had a great time. Somebody pointed out a scene, I think it was on the Crushers page, about how, like, uh, whatever Daniel Stern's character is, he has the most bizarre squealing yeah. scream. <laughs> That's great. He just, like, I can't even do it. But there's a scene where he gets, like, electrocuted, and then all of a sudden uh-huh. he, like, turns into a full skeleton, yeah, and then yeah. back into a person, and then a skeleton. Like, it's total cartoony. Yeah, that's uh, in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, because oh uh, yeah, I yep, had yep, never yep. seen that uh, movie, Noel, because I was, like... I was in my early 20s when that came out in sure. college, so I was not into Home Alone 2. So we watched that for the first time, and that movie sucks. Oh, no. Didn't hold up. It's not holding up, dude. It is the worst kind of sequel, which is the same beat retread every beat. beat for, yeah. Literal yeah. beat for beat remake. Like, yep. they just sw- they did some of the same exact gags with the criminals, like the paint cans. It's It's really, really lazy as fuck. <laughs> it was very disappointing. It even has the misunderstood creepy adult, you know, like the yeah. the pigeon lady versus the, pigeon the lady versus the snow, old man, the snow whatever snowplow man. Yeah, oh exactly. gosh, it was so snow annoying. shovel. He's got a snow shovel. That's what it is. I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Posthumously yeah. angry at John Hughes. I was like, <laughs> sir, you just phoned it in, man. Yeah, yeah. It was very disappointing. I think the critic. The critics are, are, are in your corner on that one, too, Chuck. Probably so. And then yeah. Donald Trump's in it, too, which just made me want to vomit. He makes, he helps him find the lobby. That's the most useful thing Donald Trump ever did. <laughs> <laughs> Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta 
visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this hundred-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, all right, so we are going to go. This is uh, both of these, Noel, because I've just been so busy here trying to get everything done before Christmas. These are both Crusher specials, which means, you know what that means? That means I'm letting the crushers dictate the content. Love it. So I had one here from our old friend, Yvonne Baudet. He always comes up with the best stuff on the crushers page, really engages people. And he said this, Noel, name a movie that expanded your knowledge of a subject you weren't familiar with. Good question. Mm. Mm. Can you think of one? I can yeah, I can think of one. Uh, uh, the movie Rounders. Rounders. Sure. Kind poker, of huh? Gave me a little little sneak peek into the world of professional gambling and poker and yeah. all that stuff in a time where I was not really familiar at all. Yeah. And now you're... Now I'm an old pro. You're a champion uh, World Series of Poker player. I'm in Gamblers Anonymous. <laughs> oh, you went full circle already? Full circle. Had a problem. Sold your house. Mm-hmm. Lost all that money. And now you're, now you're clean. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't want to make light of that. It's a big problem. No, it is a big deal. It is yeah. a big deal. And actually, uh, just uh, on another slight aside, uh, a good example, too, is uh, The Sopranos. The Sopranos I've been rewatching recently. I'm not sure how into that show you are, but there's an episode or a, an arc where um, I think his name is Robert Patrick. He played the T-1000 in uh, yeah, Terminator yeah. 2. He plays like one of Tony's childhood friends, and he gets way in over his head in gambling debt, and they do to him what's that. called a what's called a bust out, where they take his business and and they just like eat into it like termites and just like run into the ground and charge, you know, products on his lines of credit that they then sell and basically just make him go bankrupt to, you know, and then he's like, what's what's next? He's like, what's next? He's like, you go bankrupt. You're done. And this is but all you can do whatever you want. Collect the money. All to collect the money. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I think I remember that. OK, uh, no, we're going to start with Zana Jean. Zana, I don't think I've seen you. Welcome. Uh, dig. The 2004 documentary of the rivalry between Brian Jonestown so Massacre good. and the Dandy Warhols. Love it. Uh, Eye-opening inner workings of the music industry. Yeah. And this in uh, Zana says this, especially to a young girl fronting a Seattle band in the early 2000s. So, oh, wow. Zana is cool as hell. No doubt. Or Zana. I don't know. Which is it, Noel? Uh, I mean, you, you kind of committed to the first one, okay. so I would just <laughs> lean into it. Uh, Rochelle Jones says documentary Cinna and Rush, both Ooh. movies about Formula One, a sport my husband loves and great for me to watch so I can understand his love more. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Karen Schlump Hughes, one of her old pals, says Man on Wire. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. Much better than that garbage movie. Oh, I was about to say the, <laughs> the, the like dramatization version Ooh, with what's his face. I think we bagged on that before. So I haven't seen it, but I just didn't care to. It's one of those like, why would I bother? It's terrible. Yeah. It's really disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach Pointer says Rudy. Sure. A lot of these are documentaries. Uh, Freddie like Lynn. I pronounce that movie Rudy. I like to over, over enunciate and call it Rudy. 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 Yeah. That's the, the one about the little guy that plays football. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Freddie Lynn says free solo. Sure. 
Uh, John Bick, this is a good uh, good answer here. The Big Short. Yeah, man, I think the financial yep. crisis was a bit of a mystery to a lot of people as to exactly how that happened. And The Big Short did a great job of breaking that down. It did indeed. And it also just showed the whole world of that time, yeah. you know, with the housing crisis and the foreclosures and, oh, you know, really tied it all together. It was very, very well done and funny. Uh, yeah, very funny. Uh, Kari Nelson says Fiddler on the Roof documentary. Oh, did not know that existed. Mm-mm. I'd like to see that. Uh, one of our old friends, Melinda Bacaleo, says Dunkirk, or as I like to say, Dunkirk. Yes. Yes. It's the only way to say it. It's the only way. Uh, she says this, definitely became more interested in the situation as a whole and went back to learn more about it. Watch the other movie, The Darkest Hour, etc. Yeah, that's a good his- historic hole to crawl into. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Ian Tyson said Interstellar qu- uh, with quantum physics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cindy Hainsworth Carone says The Dish with Sam Neill. I don't know that movie. Do you know I don't. I'm Googling it right now. It sounds like it's perhaps about food. Maybe. Let's see. Australian historical that, comedy drama tells the story of... Oh, it's about a satellite oh. dish, not about food at all. <laughs> uh, it's a historical comedy drama. That's a very interesting uh, mishmash of genres. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Uh, our old friend Austin Handler says A League of Their Own, of course. Uh, yeah, the Queen's Gambit's on here. Andrea McBride, Dickey. I mean, you know, we've talked about it a little bit. A lot, so many people are playing chess and interested in chess now, Noel. Yeah. Good job. What's her face? <laughs> what's that actress's name? Oh my gosh. It's a re- Good uh, job. What's her face? It's a three part name. It's one of those great, it's one of the great three part names. Yeah. What's her face? No, Chuck. No, it's love joy. Something joy. What the hell is her name? I know it. I'm just, I'm watching, I love watching. Anna, Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a hyphenate. Taylor-Joy. It is. Yeah. Uh, Earl Powell, Rebecca Robe says, The Exorcist, getting much better at possession since watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cute. Good one, Robes. Uh, here, Grant. But I will say that movie does have a lot of stuff about, like, I mean, the church has a stance on sure. possession, and they, like, play into that pretty, oh, yeah. pretty well, you know? Yeah, I mean, Josh and I did a exorcism podcast many, many years ago. Uh, Grant Woody says Rounders as well, Noel. Oh, nice. And another movie I haven't seen that I want to, Perfume, The Story of a Murderer. Have you heard that? Ooh. No. Yeah, that's supposed to be good. Perfume. Is that older? Uh, it's like 10 or 12 years old, maybe. Okay. I'm looking now. 2006. Okay, more than that. 14 years ago. Good Lord. Where's it sounds like on? it might be like a like a Clouseau mystery. Or it is something. a psychological thriller from Tom Tickver. Oh r- shit! Who did fucking Run, run Lola Run? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, well, Dustin Hoffman, that. Alan Rickman, Ben Wishaw. I think it was about. What is it about? Oh, don't well, give me the appara- full it's plot. Appara- it's apparently the story of a murderer, Chuck. So we can just leave it at that. All right, we'll leave it at that. That's the that's to do with the, perfume. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it looks cool. The cover looks cool. It's like a woman disintegrating into rose petals. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like they do. I loved, I loved Run, Lola, Run. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. So great. Uh, Spencer Dumphy says Moneyball. Uh, so baseball, or rather behind the scenes. Yeah. And that one had that one had some like uh, big short type vibes. Wasn't it about like using stats in a really yeah. like big way? Yeah, yeah, sort of a different way. The, these analytics that had never been kind of used before. And also... 
building a baseball team in a different way uh, financially. It's it's even if you don't like baseball, I think Moneyball is fairly interesting. Mm-hmm. Like Emily really liked it. She's okay with baseball though. Yeah, baseball's uh, just all right with me. Baseball's just all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Nathan Venezel, uh, Venzel, catch me if you can. Had no idea about that story. Uh, it's great. Not only is it great, but it's a documentary. Well, not exactly, but I know what you mean. Yes, it's a true story. It's a true story. Uh, Nick Kelly says, and a, me- and a Broadway musical. Uh, is it really? It made it into a Broadway musical. Yep. I don't think I knew that, or did I? Yeah. The Big Short. That should be a musical. That would be good. <laughs> I could see that playing well. Uh, Nick Kelly says, "Hidden Figures." Of course. Uh, and let me throw out one more. Well, let me throw out a couple more. Uh, Joanna Wick says, "Just Mercy" about systemic racism. I have not seen that yet. <laughs> And then we'll, neither. we'll finish with a funny one. Brian Ridge says, wild things. I was pretty young. That's what he says. It taught him things, ways of feeling yeah. <laughs> about his own body. <laughs> I understand. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery. But that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily. As I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she as my father believed, a witch. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, So, Noel, that's our only segment today. Uh, These are going to be kind of shorter because we're both crushed for time, but I do want to finish with Stream This. Pew, pew, pew. Do we still use that sound cue? Or can we just replace it with me going pew, pew, pew? Stream this.
And while you get your list together, I'm going to go uh-huh. through mine. Uh, we just finished The Great last night, the show I mentioned before on Hulu about Catherine the Great, the comedy. Mm-hmm. Very, did, did very it, did good. It, did, it, uh, did it pay off? It did, man. And and I'm assuming they had a two-season order. Otherwise, they wouldn't have you know, just ended it like they did. It's clearly set up for season two. But it's going to be a while, which really makes me mad because we're loving the show. And now, I mean, it's, it's probably going to be two years before we see season two, you know, mm-hmm. with uh, COVID going on. Uh, I finally watched Class Action Park the other day, the documentary about the water park in New Jersey mm-hmm. in the 1980s that I didn't even know was narrated by our friend John Hodgman. Oh, wow. That's funny that he's never mentioned that. Yeah, I think he actually, well, no, maybe he didn't on our show, but I didn't even realize it until he started talking, and that was, that was my old pal Hodgman. And you know what makes me mad, Noel, is I lived in New Jersey for the last right. year of their existence, and I didn't know it existed. And it was only about 45 minutes away. I would have totally loved to have gone to Action Park. It it That one is like on the top of a lot of lists. And I actually was looking at a, a Rotten Tomatoes, like, you know, how they rank everything by reviews and the list of like the year's best, whatever, however many movie, movies it was. I think it was like 50 or something. Mm-hmm. And that was up there. It's got almost 100% um, positive reviews. But what I realized about this list is because there were so few blockbusters, like big, big, big ticket blockbusters. Yeah. The list is all cool little weird niche indies. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them I haven't seen. And I'm really pumped to like go through this list and like watch a lot of these. Yeah. There's a few movies out now that are sort of new that I haven't seen yet. The, um, Sophia Coppola's new movie I haven't seen yet. Uh, that is online or not online. What do you, what do you even call that? Streaming? Streaming yes. platform. Uh, I never saw that movie Bombshell about Fox News, and that's out now. Mm-hmm. So there are a few like real movies that I want to see, which which will be nice Mank for a is supposed to be great. The new uh, David Fincher oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, the screenwriter for Citizen Kane. My brother um, called that a masterpiece, Noel. I've heard a lot of people throwing that around because it's you know everybody loves these old Hollywood kind of mm-hmm. you know um, love letter kind of things, and apparently it's just like it's, it's an interesting story too because David Fincher's father wrote the script oh really like a long time ago I think and he passed away oh. and then I think Fincher finished it or you know did something like that but it's huh. supposed to be really good a good and a, and a classic Gary Oldman performance. Well, I mean Fincher, you know I know we're both in the same camp that he is mm-hmm. one of the great auteurs. He is indeed. Uh, and then two more things and all I watched, I got yeah. a sort of itch that I needed to scratch in the true crime genre, a genre that I have loved over the years and it sort of comes and goes as far as my interest in it. Uh, and I, for some reason just really have been wanting to watch a little bit of that. So I watched one called a four part series, uh, from HBO max called murder, uh, murder on middle beach, I think, or murder at middle beach. I've heard that's great. It really is. It's the story of a, of a young man who is telling the story of his mother's murder and trying to figure out who did it. And, uh, it's really good. Very engrossing. Um, uh, yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but it's, it's really well done. I quite enjoyed it. I think it's so neat when like a documentary can have like a twist. Sure. It just, it requires so much effort to to make these. And like, I mean, I'm like saying the obvious, but like to just go with it and see what happens and where the story takes you. And then for it to like, just go somewhere crazy out of left field. And then to be able to communicate that to viewers, I think is just a really like amazing uh, ability. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually when you undertake a story like this, you're bound to be a little unsatisfied in the end because when do you actually crack the case while making the documentary and reveal the murderer in the last episode? This is very rare. Like the, uh, what was it on HBO? Was it the jinx? Yeah. 
I mean, that's that's the unicorn, man. That's yeah. why it was so fucking great. It's like the last episode. This guy admits it by accidentally being wired up in the bathroom. Yeah. Yep, Un- yep, unbelievable. Yep. Unreal. Yeah. So cool. Um, and then the other one I watched two nights ago, Noel, highly recommend. It's also, I think, on HBO Max. It's called Crazy Not Insane. And mm. uh, have you seen that or heard of it? No, but I like the name. It is the story. I'm trying to find her name. Uh, it was made by Alex Gibney, the guy who did uh, Going Clear, mm-hmm. uh, narrated by Laura Dern. And it tells the story of Dorothy Lewis, who was kind of the first psychiatrist in the um, 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s to explore the idea of serial killers being made and not just born wrong. Like sure. head injuries. Um, multiple, well, they used to call it multiple personality disorder. Now I think it's called dissociative identity disorder. That's right. Yep. Um, and was, you know, laughed out of court a lot of times. It was at a time where no one believed that. Some people still don't believe in, in uh, DID. Uh, but she, it was a really, really interesting documentary to see this woman put it together where she was like, at one point she was like, abuse, childhood abuse, some form of mental illness, and a brain injury She's like, those three things, almost 100% of the time, make a very, very dangerous human being. Uh, And she pulled up MRIs of all these famous serial killers and showed scarring on the frontal lobe. Um, She interviewed 22 of them and found that virtually every single one of them suffered serious, serious forms of child abuse. Many of them had multiples and alters that would allow them to deal with that and to also kill. Um... But, you know, there's videotape of these interviews where these alters would come out and it's the real deal. It's not, you know, an M. Night Shyamalan movie, you know, it's chilling and amazing and very, very interesting. Crazy, not insane. I will check it out. Highly recommend. You got anything, Noel? Yeah. Like I said, I've been doing a Sopranos deep dive rewatch, which I do every year, a couple of years or so. And I realized, like, I know that show Beat for Beat is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like, uh, that's been taking up a lot of my time. So do you start um, from the beginning each time? Oh, yes. Yes. Every time. So you've rewatched the whole show several times. I've rewatched the whole show at least five times. Probably. Wow. And it's just, I don't know. I, I like to kind of watch a friend of mine does this too. And, um, he pointed out that he was doing a rewatch of it recently through a particular lens. Cause the show occasionally deals with like, paranormal afterlife type stuff where you know in in, in like uh, there's religion involved and like you know uh, Carmela for example Tony's wife is very catholic and she prays a lot and like you know has a priest character that she's always talking to and you know has this like kind of you know uh, religious uh, crisis of conscience that's always going on with her sure. being a part of this world and also you know being a religious person, but there's also like a lot of characters like kind of almost die and then come back and have things to report from the afterlife. And my friend Peyton uh, said he was rewatching it with the assumption that all that stuff is real. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, that's like his lens through which he is rewatching this. Oh, that's interesting. So, so you can just yeah. sort of get a, <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, kind of a fresh take on it. But yeah, yeah that's I, I really like the um new Netflix comedy like Australian comedy show. It's called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Yeah, that sounds um, great. And that's a really it's it's a very Mr. Show. It's very um 
absurdist kind of Tim and Eric type comedy and a lot of big, big high budget sketches with like dance numbers and music and weird owls in an episode. And it's pretty great. Well, I won't hold that against him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's, that, that, those are, those are the two that I've been kind of watching. All righty. Well, uh, Noel, we're going to wrap this one up and spank it on the bottom just about a half hour because I got Christmas wrapping to do. Mm-hmm. I put a thing on the, the old page about whether or not people are good gift wrappers. Movie crushers are pretty good gift wrappers, Noel. I'm okay. I usually get my mom to do it for me, though. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I also can't tie a tie. I get my mom to do that for me as well. Seriously, Noel, you can't tie I'm a tie. Kidding. I know Still. how to tie a tie, Chuck. I have to look at a YouTube video, though, okay? I don't I don't have occasion to do it often enough to remember how. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Okay. Let's okay. get the old clip on. No, never. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening, and I hope you had a great holiday season. And uh, as we wind out the new year here... On the old movie crush, we say happy holidays and happy new year to you and yours. Mm -hmm. Movie Crush is produced and written by Charles Bryant and Noel Brown. Edited and engineered by Seth Nicholas Johnson and scored by Noel Brown here in our home studio at Ponsty Market, Atlanta, Georgia for iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.